0: Hi there, welcome to my podcast, Um, Mamas Around the World. Um, I decided to do this podcast because I found that I myself was looking around for people who were going through the same things as me and were experiencing the same things as me. Um, But at the same time, I really struggled to connect with a lot of the things that was mentioned Online, I wanted to hear someone say something or speak out the things that I was feeling. Um, so, here goes. Um, so, this is my podcast on the first trimester and my experience with um, my first trimester. Uh, for each one of you, it may be different. Um, for me, I had a lot of symptoms, but I know in certain circumstances some women have it pretty bad Uh, so I got pregnant I would say end of December Uh, end of December I and my husband became very very sick we we were so sick that we just stayed in bed for New Year's I remember we had the chills and our whole body was just aching we couldn't really celebrate New Year's and actually one of the nights I recalled that I had just fainted in the washroom and I hit my head on the um on the tiled floor and I bled a little bit and since then it was a little strange because I've never had uh like a concussion before, never felt fell fell over like that before. So I went to the doctors and got it checked out and they mentioned it was nothing. So since uh, I had recovered and became better, then I let it go. Then um, several days later, um, I knew my body was acting a little strange. So I decided to uh, go do a pregnancy test. I think for most women, sometimes you know that your body's being strange or different so you it's better to get it checked out uh, rather than just to leave it so I went to the store got a pregnancy test and rightly so just before my birthday I find out that I'm pregnant I am overjoyed because it took me a couple of years to get pregnant Uh, I was pregnant twice before and I will create a uh, podcast for this is, is going through miscarriages. I had two miscarriages before. Um, one was at six weeks and another one was at nine weeks. Um, it was honestly very, very terrible. Um, I was going through a lot of stress. Um, you know, I had experienced uh, a death in the family and it was just a little too much. So moving forward to when I became pregnant um, for my birthday I couldn't really drink any alcohol and I think most of my friends they they noticed you know I wasn't drinking so they were like oh she must be pregnant (laughs) Uh, so I try to keep it a secret but it's 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 really hard to um since so since then in my first trimester I would say that uh, you know, I would. I had my initial missed period, so that was my one of my first signs. And then um, I didn't really have uh, like too much vomiting, just maybe one or two days. A lot of nausea, I just wanted to lie in bed all day. Uh, a lot of headaches, uh, dizziness, and at one stage, I did have some bleeding so I wasn't really sure whether that was implantation bleeding or not um, uh, because later on I did find out that I had complete placenta previa which is where the placenta covers the entire of the cervix um, which I'll create again another podcast for for women going through this as well um had a lot of bloating um you know wanting to pee a lot um swollen boobs were were a major thing too um mood swings for sure i think i'll need to do a whole episode on mood swings and nesting and just going a little crazy Um, because if you get into this frame of mind that You want to prepare everything for your child, but it's very, very hard to. And I had severe fatigue in my first trimester where I explained that I wanted to sleep all the time. I didn't want to get out of bed and I think I might have been going through some depression as well. I think depression in pregnancies is very common and it's something that a lot of women don't really talk about. Um, Saying on that note, um, I think this is it for the first trimester podcast. Uh, Please stay tuned for more podcasts uh, coming up after this one where I'm going to go through my second trimester uh, when I had my first scan and uh, having a baby during a pandemic as well. Welcome back to my channel, Mamas Around the World, and hopefully you really enjoy my podcast. Um, One of the first uh, few things that I missed in my last podcast is just to go over the notes I made during uh, when I had my first trimester. Um, So I got pregnant in January. I found out in early January. And... When I found out, my HCG was around 6,000, and within maybe a week or so, it grew through um, 9,000 HCG. And now, initially, I had two miscarriages, and I was really worried that it would really, um, you know, might be the same kind of scenario. I think when you have two miscarriages, it's always on your mind it will never actually go away so then I went to visit my doctor and I had many questions for them as a new mother should Um, you know I wanted to know should I start taking progesterone to help support the baby so I can avoid another miscarriage Um, I was experiencing cramping in the nighttime so and also I had light bleeding um and that kind of covered my underwear um and then eventually the bleeding stopped uh which was to my relief but still it's something that was on my mind at that time and i was really really concerned so in late january i saw the doctor again and we found the heartbeat to be 119 beats per minute which was good and um at that time, I think I was around six weeks and three days. And then the doctor mentioned, okay, you need to do another ultrasound in a couple of weeks. And um, prescribe me some iron tablets. And he mentioned, like, you know, make sure you rest well. That you don't have any stress. And you just take it easy. As someone who stresses a lot and very easily... Um, It was hard for me to do. Um, I hate sitting still. I hate not moving uh, around. Uh, But I think I'm slowly getting there. As as you find that you'll find stages where you're feeling very, very tired. Take those moments to just rest and take it easy. Uh, Let me see what other notes I have made for my first trimester. So around... Seven and a half weeks, I had food aversions to some things like things like eggs and chicken um very high sensitivity to smell. I could literally smell everything and it would drive me up the wall. I also had a metallic taste in my mouth, and uh I believe that's uh, one of the vitamin deficiency that might be causing this and i just had a general eagerness to prepare for the baby uh as they call it call it as nesting like i just wanted to get everything ready even though i was very very early um i had low immunity at that time because i had a sore throat i had cold symptoms and uh, very frequently i felt like throwing up Um. These symptoms didn't really go away for some time and they stayed with me for a good couple of weeks um and then as I progressed on into 9 weeks um the doctor mentioned everything looks good so far and at that time I remember I had a ultrasound which my friend came with me and the heartbeat was really really fast so nurse was like oh it's gonna be a boy um she was just guessing she didn't know for sure and rightly so i actually happened to um you know have a boy in my belly Um, during the ultrasound i recall that the baby was very active almost like he was dancing in my belly um it was a great support to have my friend there and not to go alone um especially during covid after covid started uh, getting worse uh, they restricted people coming into the ultrasound so even my husband couldn't come anymore Um, it was just me on my own Um, the one key thing that's really important to do when you are pregnant is to stay hydrated like drink plenty of water Uh, especially if you're the type of person who doesn't drink a lot of water And as uh, the weeks progressed on, I had uh, actually opted for a midwife as opposed to a doctor. Um, I just thought that it would be better for me to go um, into a clinic to see a midwife as opposed to like going to the hospital, you know, where um, there's a lot of people getting sick very easily. Um, So I wanted to avoid all of that. And also in Canada, they offer uh, six weeks aftercare after you give birth um, if you are with the midwives. Uh, just note that if you are getting a midwife, you uh, need to have a like a low, low risk pregnancy. If it's a high risk, then you'll be uh, allocated to a uh, gynecologist or an obstetrician. Um, so moving forward, um, around week 20, I had an anatomical ultrasound and I was waiting for the results, um, as well. And during that time, um, I had asked to, um, actually initially we were going to give our friends the information about the gender so we can do a proper gender reveal. But since I was in the ultrasound room. And I had to FaceTime my husband. Um, I just wanted to see our baby more and more. So I, she asked me, do you want to find out the gender? And at that point, I asked my husband. And we both came at a consensus to be like, okay, let's just find out. And I would get to see more of him. And it was actually really, really wonderful because I saw him. Uh, on the screen and you know she was showing me all the parts and at that moment he's very tiny so you can really see all the parts whereas if you do an ultrasound at a later stage like if you're looking around maybe 35 weeks or 36 weeks then the whole body is much more bigger and it's harder to see everything okay so now we found out that we're having a boy and then, um, in May, around May, uh, we decided to come up with a name uh, for our baby boy, uh, which I won't disclose on here because I, I do want it to stay private. Um, but I'm very excited to uh, give my son this name. And I think it's it's very sweet and short, uh, which is something that I wanted. Um... I don't think I've mentioned this before. We do have a dog who is around 3 years old. And having him around is always a joy. He's gotten me through the worst times. Through depression. to Through anxiety. Through having problems with uh, things in the household. And he just gives me so much love and comfort. Um, It's refreshing. So initially i think he noticed my stomach getting bigger um he will constantly stare at me he will snip like my berry area and um, just general sense of being protective and actually craving for more attention as well than usual that's something i noticed as well Um, because he's a boy as well I'm really hoping that he gets along really well with our son and they become the best of friends. So, um, going on to week 23, I noticed that um, I had swelling on my feet. Um, My feet actually looked really monstrous and I experienced a lot of heartburn. You'll find that in pregnancy, you experience a lot of heartburn and it like comes up to your neck and you just feel like wanting to have something cold just to make it go away or taking something like tums um something that i did was taking tums but i did that kind of as last resort um because i didn't want to take anything unnecessary and i would try and um get rid of it through natural ways like drinking cold water or something like that and sometimes, what brings it on is having like these uh juices that you might have from time to time um around week twenty three the kicking was very minimal. he wasn't really kicking a lot. mind you, I feel like he's a very uh, a very quiet person because he doesn't really kick up a storm uh as how I speak to my friends and uh cousins who are also pregnant they mentioned like you know they're very active but i feel like my son is very gentle and just kind of sways in my belly from time to time um i did gain a lot of weight i would say about 25 kilos of additional weight um, from the last time i weighed myself maybe uh, 15 to 25 actually as it fluctuates so in week 23 i also found out i had a placenta previa now um placenta previa is when the placenta is covering the cervix um i wasn't sure whether i was covering it um you know midway like partially or like if i had a complete placenta previa Um, I was really worried at that time because I didn't know what it entailed. Uh, But as time went on, I felt more reassured and I felt like I was going to be okay uh, due to being in safe hands of someone who knew what they were doing. Um, I will do another podcast on placenta previa um, because I think it's very important for women to talk about this and understand what it is, so they feel, uh, you know, comfortable knowing that they'll be okay. Um, So once I found out that I had placenta previa, I was really hoping for it to move. And in most cases, it does move. And if it doesn't, then you end up having a C-section. Once I found out, I had a bunch of questions for the doctor or my midwife like what's the plan um what are the risks and what can i do in the meantime to uh, get it moving and things like that honestly when you're pregnant you have all these questions and you want them to be answered like right right away because you can't really um control what's going on in your belly and you just want to be reassured um so in june as my pregnancy progressed I had um, a whooping cough, met a vaccine, Um, it was actually very just quick, just like a needle just going in and out, I didn't really feel any pain whatsoever, and this was more so um, for the baby, so it doesn't harm uh, the baby, so you actually take it yourself, Uh, actually the doctor administers it for you. Okay. So you have to have this done before 34 weeks uh, after, if it's taken after, it's not as effective. (laughs) Then we did um, prenatal classes online Uh, due to COVID. It would have been really nice to do it in person, but we had to do this uh, online. And then I also did a gestational diabetes test. I didn't do the proper one because they mentioned due to COVID restrictions, they were just doing them at the clinic. Normally, I would have to fast and it would be a longer test. Um, so, that was that. Um, they also do your um, baby uh, bump measurement to see how much your baby's growing. So, every time I would go to see the midwife, they would do the measurement. They would, I would do uh, weigh myself and they would also check the fetal uh, heartbeat as well. Uh, So, the beats per minute that I was getting around second trimester is like around 130 to 150, um, which is normal. Actually, it's even gone to like, 110 I believe which I was really worried about but I think he might have been sleeping at that time um so because I had placenta previa the midwife um referred me to a obstetrician thankfully it was an obstetrician that I knew well and he was able to take on my case so I was very excited about that okay So I did more research about vaccines. Um, I will do another podcast for this. There's a bunch of vaccines out there and I do feel like I need to research more about what's going into my baby's body. Some of the things that I noted for myself to do um, before the baby was going to get here uh, was to create a folder for my baby so that Any important documentation like, you know, vaccine records and things like that can go in that folder. I also wanted to create a fund for him so that as he grows older, he can collect um, all this money and then use it for something good. Um, I wanted to get life insurance for myself in case something happens to me, then I know my husband and my son would be okay. Uh, We had installed the car seat and the base as well. It's very important to get the base right so that you know your baby is protected when you're driving, uh, especially home from the hospital. And also just to have a clear room and have um, a crib for your baby as well. I would say it's, yeah, because of um, dangers of having your baby sleep in the bed with you, It's better to have a crib. Okay. Some of the tips actually that I will end this podcast on that I noted was that um, put your baby to sleep on your back always, not on the side or the tummy. Um, Measure their temperature from time to time, either from the chest or from the back. Um, if you're using a blanket use a blanket with holes and Their hands should be out because what happens is if you put the blanket on top Then the baby your baby might not be able to breathe properly If it happens by accident uh, Make sure you monitor the room temperature uh, Make sure that he doesn't wear a hat when he's sleeping and do not submerge the baby in water if the umbilical cord is still there. Try and use like cloth wipes only until then. So based on these um, notes that I've made for the second trimester. Um, I will do another podcast for the third trimester. And the other things I mentioned in this podcast too. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and you found it helpful. Um, I will. Um, I guess you can listen to the next one coming up soon.